Hey, welcome to Fiction Hunter. I'm your host, Movie Nut. Today, we're talking about the major updates on Powerpuff. Let's get into it. If you're wondering what the frick is Powerpuff, it's the new Powerpuff Girls TV show. Now, we made a podcast about this back, um, maybe a couple weeks, um, sometime in April, maybe September, I made a video on this. And this started back production in August and just started filming, which is kind of impressive considering that the show started in August. It's now April plus the pandemic and COVID. So I'm just shocked that they're already ready to film. Okay, so when you look at the costumes from the set photos, holy mother of crap. Like, they look like they just went to Party City and found Powerpuff Girls costumes. <laughs> and, to be totally honest, I freaking love it. Now, I talked about my experience with Powerpuff Girls back in my previous video about it, but essentially all you have to know is, um, I didn't grow up with it, but I, when I was like four, I watched the entire series on Netflix before it left. I have not watched the reboot, because... The original one is still important to my childhood. I don't want it ruined. But hey, this might ruin it, so I don't care. The show that is. But yeah. Um, and so essentially this show, pretty much essentially what it is, is... How do I put this? I'll just say it. It's pretty much that the Powerpuff Girls are now 20. And they're depressed and stuff. Well... I guess one, okay, so, what the, what the people who are doing, who are directing it and writing it and stuff, are, ex- the, the description of the show so far is, the Powerpuff Girls have grown up and are now 20-something-year-old adults, and kind of, um, resent their childhood for being ruined, because they spent it all fighting crime, they didn't have a, nor- they're mad, because they didn't, they're mad that, because they didn't have a normal childhood. And that that's essentially what the show is all about. Now we are going to see their powers and stuff. Um, we did actually get descriptions for each character, so I'm going to tell you the actor playing them, because this is live action. should probably point that out. But I'm going to tell you the actors playing them and then giving the description. Okay, so, Blo- so Blossom is being played by Cloney- Chloe Bennett. I believe I pronounced her name right. Um, she's ho- from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fame. She was a very big character in that show, I believe, for the first season at least. But she'll be playing Blossom. If you don't know who that is, that's like the pink or red Powerpuff Girl. Essentially, she's now grown up and is still in the leader, is still a leader type, but she wants to become the leader on her own terms. Okay, we got Bubbles being played by Dove Cameron from Descendants and Live in Maddie fame. She's one of those old. Um, you know, Disney Channel stars. Um, she's actually not a bad actor. I've seen the Descendant movie. The only thing to keep in her back, really, is that whole childhood thing. But she'll be playing Bubbles, who still contains her childish roots, or more, her, not childish, more of her, her cutesy and kind of kind roots, but is more focused on regaining her fame rather than being a good hero. But her actions might surprise her others and herself essentially at the end and stuff um we got buttercup oh one sec 
We've got um, Buttercup being played by Yanya Perrietel. Perriet? I totally butchered her name. I'm so sorry. I just, I don't know. It's spelled, her first name is spelled Y-A-N-A. Last name spelled P-E-R-R-A-U-L-T. So if you want to know more about her, do that stuff. Because I do not know how to pronounce her name. But she'll be playing Buttercup. Essentially, Buttercup is still kind of stubborn and stuff. She's more so um, interested in getting, like, a normal life now. But, yeah. I actually, to be totally honest, that's all I can remember. I believe there's more to her description, but I can't find it because I forgot to look it up. I'm sorry. Um, essentially, the costumes look dead accurate. And, yeah, also, the cast, um, the characters from Mojo Jojo and Doc, as well as the president's assistant, you know, the one that we never got to see the face of, which was really weird. Um, I forgot their names, but, um, the one who's playing, um, Professor Utonium, or Doc, um, he was from this other popular show, I believe. Um, let's see. One sec. I believe the guy playing Professor Newtonium was from Good Girl. I couldn't find much more information without taking too long, and I have to get this out tonight. I'm sorry. But, yeah. Um, also, something I found out, though, when I was researching this was really funny, but all of the actors, you know how um, actors, when they're filming on set, they have their own little, like, camper with all their makeup and where they kind of hang out when they're not filming? That's usually, you know how they have those? Well, they'll usually have the name of the actor or character they're playing on, like, a sign posted on the door. And, yeah, well, for this show, they made custom, like, signs with the character name on it and then an image in the corner for each of the actors playing a character, which is really funny, I thought, or cool. Mojo Dojo, by the way, will be in the show. Yeah. Actually, to be totally honest, the only character they really haven't cast that's really important is the mayor. Maybe he's dead or something. They did cast Mojo Jojo already. I just, I want to let you know, he's not a complete CGI hybrid. CGI character, I mean. Um, I don't know who actually is voicing him. Um, I believe it's actually the original actor. But the person playing him is like a 20-something-year-old, so... I mean, your guess is as good as mine, really. But, whatever. Uh. Um. Yeah. But the thing I want to talk about the most is I love this part. So, if you don't know, um, every episode of the Star Wars, every episode of Powerpuff Girls, the original at least, would start her out with a narrator saying, Ah, oh, the city of Townsville. What a peaceful day. And it's under attack or something. He would always say, Ah, oh, the city of Townsville. Um, and he would then say something else. Usually a special thing, like, It's under attack, or, And there the Powerpuff Girls are. Essentially, it was the narrator. Okay? There's a narrator to the Powerpuff Girls. What you didn't know, probably, was that it was voiced by Tom Kenny. If that name rings a bell, it should, because he's the one who voices Spongebob. Now, what really got me interested in the show was, 
that they're bringing back the narrator, which I thought would definitely not happen. They went a mile further, and they're bringing back Tom Kenny to do the voice of the narrator. Thank you, CW. Yeah, it's airing on the CW. I've heard a lot of people online say that they were really looking forward to the show until they heard that it was going to be on the CW. Because if you don't know, the CW isn't known for having really good quality content. It's more so the more views it gets, the better the content. So the more, okay, so, I mean, the more views it gets, the better the qual, the, mo- the more money given to make better quality, the more better quality, um, the more money it gets to make better quality. So essentially, it goes into the circle between views, money, quality, views, money, quality, and it kind of just makes that giant loop, and it keeps going eventually. For example, The Flash, I've said this in the Arrowverse video, I believe, but what happened with The Flash is essentially it got just, it went like, how do I put this? Um, yeah, so The Flash show started out with a moderate budget, then it got views, which got it more money to make better quality, and so the quality just got higher and higher and higher, and so now it's like one of the it has the biggest budget of any CW show because it gets the most views out of all of them. There you go. That's also one reason why the Arrowverse shows also get more views because they have faith that The Flash will put it that said show on the landmark. Sort of happened with Legends of Tomorrow and Stargirl. I believe that just DC was feeling nice and generous and just gave it a little bit of a bigger budget. And yeah. But this is my thoughts and so that's what pretty much all we know so far about this. They have a pretty good cast. They're bringing back the narrator. Essentially, I believe the CW, if they play their cards right, they can have this be a major show. Like, for example, Roswell, New Mexico, or um, Charmed. Those shows, I don't think anyone truly wanted to bring back. But they got good views, and they're actually doing quite a bit okay, and they're doing a fine. That's why they're still going on. Also, I want to point out, one of the actors from Charmed was also in Descendants. So it's funny because Doug Cameron and one of the actors from Charmed, just hear this coincidence out. They both were in Descendants. They both started their own music, solo music career that did moderate. And they're both being in a revived property on the CW. Like, what are the odds? Except, of course, one of them already aired. And the other one hasn't yet, but still. But okay, thanks for listening. Please consider listening to another podcast and adios amigos. Goodbye.